Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. America's team is going to the World Series. The Astros and the inmates are running the asylum here. Moylan, Ploof, Storielli, baby D! Holy cow. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Baseball. Half of the World Series is set. The Houston Astros. Um, they are doing it. Spoiler, spoiler alert for the rest of the episode. Man, uh, it's unbelievable, but it's also super believable. They were kind of the Vegas money going into the playoffs. We talked about them all year. So much talent. Uh, and we'll see if they come full, full circle in a couple weeks. But until then, uh, John Boy, everyone, uh, send your love to him. They're doing the services for his grandma today. Uh, big part of talking Yanks. Um, so send send some love his way. So to sub in uh, a guy that you know to get a couple outs out of the pen when you need him, and God, do we need him right now, Peter Moylan, Pete. Here I am. Mm. Thanks for having me. I feel, I feel honored. Uh, I feel, I feel a little nervous today. I'll be honest. This is a big deal for me. You guys are a big deal now. Yeah. Uh, the Braves are a big deal. Um, there's a lot happening for me right now. I bought a new jacket today, yeah. so I'll be sporting that tonight. Um, but Trev, I know you've been a Braves guy. Tonight's the night we got to do it, brother. Mm. Tonight is the night. That's a good song. It's a Spice Girls song, I think. When to become one. Mm. Woof. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I used to like the Spice Girls. Still do. Not going to lie. I go watch that concert. Peter. Yeah. Peter. Jacob. Big, big dong. Hey, the Astros. Who yeah. would have seen that coming in the World Series? Who would have called that at the beginning of the year? Weird. Weird. Yeah. What a game last night, um, Garcia. Mm. Now we know how big it is. It's huge because he dropped oh. it on the table last night. And I can't wait to talk about it. Oh. Jake, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Me, uh, me and BBD are in the Bronx. Uh, yeah, Garcia, good for him uh, after his other playoff outing. The hair, the windup is like mm. – I love it so much. I wonder how many Peter. Do you think pitching coaches just tried to beat that out of him forever, and then he kept striking everybody out, so they let it ride, or what? I think it's honestly more of a timing thing and a not tipping the pitches thing. So mm. um, I, I it's, look, it helped his rhythm. I understand there was a mechanical adjustment made between starts, and it certainly has helped him. Um, he was not even close to what he was last night compared to the start before. He was four, five, six miles an hour velo more. The breaking stuff was disgusting. He mm. was big game, big game Garcia. Ooh, it's uh, I I don't want to get, I I won't get rumor mill started. I I alluded to it a little bit. Um, on our live stream last night. Thanks for everyone that was there. But uh, 
he was ticked up last night. I and mean, he's a young guy. He's 24. He, he didn't throw a ton of pitches the previous start. But I think, you know, what was the stat going around? That he had 17 fastballs over 96 miles per hour during the regular season. And last night he had 24 or something. Is that just juice? Is there a, a radar gun funny business? Because Framber was also sitting up the other night too. And that hasn't been... That shouldn't be the story of this playoffs. Right. Um, it can be, I think, the velo tick, and everybody talks about the playoff velo tick. But, yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> call it a mechanical adjustment. Uh, I don't know. Call it, call it tortle. Call it whatever you want. Maybe it was, uh, maybe they just decided that maybe you got a cortisone shot. Maybe he's on a dose pack. We don't know. There's so many things that could be, that could that happens at this time of year that that is just playoff time. There's no tomorrow, so it's it's guys do things differently. The men then they maybe just say forget it, forget about little niggling things, and carry on. Mm. It, it happens too, you know. He's he's still a young guy. I know he's pitched you know all year this year in the show, but prior to 2020, he's an A ball. Yeah, freaking A ball. So I you know my experience is not as a pitcher, but when you do get the call. Um, as a young hitter, let me tell you this: you, you, the power goes up. There's something about that that juice, that adrenaline. Something about being in the show in big moments. You are going to be a little stronger. You are going to throw a little bit harder. Um, he did take up a lot in that game, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. It's probably the guns a little juice, even though we did get like an email from some smart guy saying that that wasn't the case, but. I think it's a combination of adrenaline, possibly a dose pack, Peter. Nice call right mm. there. And then, uh, yeah, I just think that you get that bump, man. Like, he's excited. So my question is with the velo thing, aren't we all tracked by the trackmans now, so it all should be consistent? It it, sh- it should be. But, like, who, who um, calibrates those? Like, I, I know that I've heard this from multiple people that certain organizations will, like, mess with their calibrations – uh, of their track man uh, in the minor leagues, so like teams don't get like perfect reads on on players. So like there's there's tomfoolery going on, mm. no doubt about it. Wow, heavy, yeah. heavy, heavy stuff, stuff guys. Really. We'll, uh, heavy stuff. Yeah, we we can uh, we'll we'll deep dive into that on hour three of this episode. But for now, let's uh, mm. let's recap last night's game. Um, well, Jake. Okay, Trev. You burning? I'm gonna burn a little bit. Uh, oh <laughs> no, my god! I think, I think we're all burning a little bit. Ayo. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. We've got the the hitters' perspective. We got the pitchers' perspective. Me and BBD have been pitching and catching over here for a while. Um, before we get into last night's game, can I tell you boys about DraftKings a little bit? Oh, um, yeah, let's do that. You know, we've been winning a ton of money on the live streams. Jimmy's been placing big boy bets. Um, last night he bet Yuli Gurriel to not homer. I think it was $1 to win $0.05. Cents. Boom. Um, so that's uh, in my bank account. Uh, DraftKings, uh, if you've been betting – the baseball with us, thank you. Also, big NFL NFL week seven, week eight, so seven. I think seven. Week seven. Uh, and if you bet five dollars on any NFL team to win their game, and they win, 
Trev already gave you the lock. Rams. His Rams. Matt Stafford, his friend. $200 in free bets. If draft if the sports book isn't available in your state yet, you can still do their daily fantasy sports contest. Huge cash prizes only at DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOMBOY. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If you win, if they win, you win. Promo code JOMBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, PA only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Free money. You ready, Jakey boy? <laughs> Let's do it. You got me, BBD? Let's go, Beavers. Mm. Jake, on your mark, get set, burn. Houston trying to advance to the World Series with two games back at the Pulp Factory. Luis Sergio Garcia would try to stripe up a few good innings. Meanwhile, for the Sox, who else would they want but Nate Dog Evaldi as he tries to make it regulate to get the Sox to a Game 7. Michael Jordan Alvarez is looking like the GOAT. Oh! Kike got there, but he couldn't squeeze it off his wrist. It's one nothing Houston after one. Guess what? It stayed that way into the six. Nate Dog got out of big situations. Kind of the story. Luis Garcia, he's going no hitter until Kike clips him. He gets yanked. Dusty instant with the pull, and it works out for them. Into the six. Crazy play. King Tuck. Grounds out to Schwarber. He turns, he tags, he throws. Jordan scores in the play. It's 2-0 into the eighth. Still 2-0. Sox, where's the offense? On the other side, King Tuck. How'd you get so funky? Opposite field, Kyle Tucker from Tampa into the Crawford box. It's 5-0 Houston. That would be your final. Luis Garcia, 5.2, Shuddy, one hit. Mayton, Graveman, Stanek, Presley. The Red Sox, season on the line, only muster up two hits. And guess what? The bad man is dancing. Houston is going to the World Series. Hell yeah, Jakey boy. Snaps for myself. Yeah. yeah. You are the man. Go, um, Peter. You're the you're the guest of honor today. I'll uh, I'll kick it to you yeah. first. In in this game, I mean, what what jumps yeah. out? Is it all is it all Garcia or what else? Look, I took some notes here. Um, there are a couple of the play by Altuve in the first inning, mm. stopping a potential run and a potential little bit of a lift in the first inning. Huge. Uh, Garcia, the tick, the uptick, the stuff tick, the everything tick. That was what he was for majority of the season. We've talked about him a lot on our pod. He's he's not he's really good. So this isn't a shock for me. Uh, the key keep playing center field off Jordan. He got to the ball off the wrist, 
could have made a catch, didn't make the catch, cost them a run there. So, look, there was just so much that went Houston's way in this game, and the offense ran out for Boston, as far as I'm concerned. That, that was They were going to have to bang their way through this series, and they did for the two wins, and then they just ran out of steam, it looked like. Mm. Oh, yeah, baby. They ran out of steam. And, you know, Kelsey came on. We were talking to her, and she said that you guys had mentioned, like, the recency bias in fans during the postseason is nuts. Like, Boston comes out. They drop it. They score a bunch of runs. They can't stop hitting grand slams. And in everyone's mind, it's like, they're going to do that every single game. The Astros pitching is toast. Come to find out, it's a game of adjustments, people. Mm. Guys can make adjustments, and Erica has some really good notes in uh, our sheet here talking about about Alex Cora even noticed the difference between the pitching that they had with Framber and and into the Luis Garcia game. You know, they changed up the strategy. A lot of non-competitive pitches early on. Boston hitters are good. They spit on shit like that. So Brent Strom and Martin Maldonado said, let's go, let's attack the zone early. Let's get ahead of hitters, which seems like a pretty – easy strategy to to go in uh to a game with but uh it worked out and boston's offense didn't show up and even with a really good performance by nate uh eovaldi a really good one especially Got getting seen. out of that 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 jam was it first yeah. and third no outs yeah. second and third even yeah yeah it was is it yeah it was it was in the third inning was it, it was. third strikes three dudes out in a row you know it Boston held on as long as they could, and then the, the Tucker homer, which we'll get into, but only a homer at Minute Maid. Mm-hmm. The only park it's a homer at. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the Houston – that's playing there. That's what, why we've mentioned many times on this pod, don't matter the lead there. It's not safe because of stuff like that. The Crawford boxes no. are a joke. They're an absolute joke, dude. And the way like the outfield plays, it's – it's a completely different type of ballpark there. And that's why they, I mean, not people always reference, oh, yeah, they have a home field advantage because they cheat. No, it's because it's a tough place to play. The fans are good. It's a good ball club. They know how to play to their ballpark, like better than anybody in the league. Colorado. Mm. They're, uh, do they know how to play to their yeah, ballpark? Because we don't think they do. We think I they mean, just need a bunch of outfielders that can go get it. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, they kind of, they figured out something this year. Hope hopefully the Rockies yeah. have figured it out after two decades of baseball. But uh, how about some <laughs> how about some Rockies love during the end of the Woo! CS? Finally, um, yeah. I mean, good Br- owner there, Brantley. Uh, <laughs> Brantley. <laughs> Brantley catches the ball right next to the Crawford boxes. That was one of the Red Sox, um, you know, big swings of this game. And they're few and far between because Garcia was so nasty. And, yeah, Peter, I'm a big uh, game script, whether it's football, uh, baseball. Those are probably the two biggest ones. You're right, man. If, If Garcia, who gets pulled from his first start with some knee stuff or whatever it was, he the gun wasn't. Wasn't working for him that day for whatever reason. Um, if he comes into this game, he strikes out Schwarber, but ball gets by Maldonado, and Schwarber's on first. And then a shot, and Altuve makes an incredible play on it. Full incredible extension play. in a shift, like left side of the bag. You know, not a lot of second basemen make that play. And the outfield was open too. Yeah. So. That that's where 
man, something like that would have changed the whole course of this game. And and Trev, kind of to to what you were saying before, I uh, you, you know, you and I both are big pat ourselves on the back, guys. Always have been, always will be. Um, you know, it, you were defending Garcia yesterday because you're like, this is a talented dude. Like he can go and drop it, and he did. Um, I the the Red Sox big blowout win. I wasn't lost in the sauce too much yet. Uh, definitely a little scared after Game Three when they put up another twelve spot. But that that first game where Boston Mania started kicking in, they hit two grand slams in the first three innings, and it's like if a team if Houston did that to the Rockies, we wouldn't say like, oh, that's a normal game. Like that's like that never happens. So uh, Houston got back into it, and I, I think more importantly. Trev, you're talking about uh, Brett Strom and and uh, Machete and how they started attacking the hitters. I guess that's what I'd have to look more into because the other thing that I've can, kind of been beating the drum on, like, yeah, Evaldi's nice and Cora has some good bullpen experience. When the Red Sox are at their best, it's because their one through seven hitters are nasty. And let's be honest, these last three games they had a couple hitters tap out of this series. So I don't know if that's kudos to Houston or if that's – um, uh, I don't know. Question marks to Boston. It's it's just baseball. I think it's just the way of a series. You know, um, the test know of that Kike without series. Hit- mm. Yeah, Kike. You know, look, he went one for four yesterday. He kind of hit the whole series, but he's not going to put the team on his back every single night. Um, you need you kind of need someone to do that in these series. Like somebody has to step up and and be the guy that gets the big hit or makes the big play or executes the pitch. And the Astros just did that better in the last couple games of the series. Yeah, like do. Boston, we saw dudes do it. I think it was the second and third game, right? We saw guys step up. We saw like the grand slams, like big hits in moments. Like when you have runners on base, like that's what it takes to win these games. And uh, it's it's. It's just not gonna happen. You're not gonna get those hits every single game. That's why, you know, like in this in these in these series like this, it's just it's game by game. Like you can't get too high, too low as a fan, or I mean, obviously as a player, you just have to go out and attack what's in front of you. And good on Houston. I think their experience in these positions really helped them. Whereas maybe a team that is only in the postseason for the first time in five, six years maybe would have folded, but Houston's yeah. been here and done it. So like they were never panicking and they showed that. So the narratives all last couple of weeks has been the hot teams, you know, talk about the nationals where they swept in and took the world series cause they were hot. But the problem with being hot is that if that hotness runs out, then you've still got the fundamental baseball to fall back on. And unfortunately the Red Sox weren't a fundamentally sound baseball team as you have Kyle Schwarber playing first base. Yes. You know, there's that sort of issue. So that's the same. The Houston, Houston's a good baseball team. They're 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 they look like they've had a great spring training and they've just not stopped being fundamental baseball players. And it's the same with the Dodgers. They're good, good baseball teams. So the I'm hoping the hotness doesn't run out for the Bravos and we can keep plowing on because I think we can at least put up a good fight against Houston. Yeah. We we've seen we've seen that throughout the these playoffs. Like Teams moving guys around the diamond, sometimes out of necessity. Sometimes yeah. they're just trying to be super smart, trying to hide guys in center field. I don't <laughs> really understand yeah. that. You can't really hide them in center. Um, 
but the Astros don't have to do that. Mm. Like that's that's something that they don't have to do. And I think we've seen, like you mentioned, Schwarber at first base. Like I think he did. He's done pretty damn good over there. Like he's actually scooped a bunch of balls, yeah. and he made a difficult play last night. That yeah. you know the Astros scored a run on. But what are you really going to do in that situation? I don't think many first basemen handle it differently. But I don't know, man. When you just when you just look at the Astros team and. I mean, look at your Don. Like their lineup is so good. Your Don just how does couldn't he get him. How does he he's, he's the keep getting pitches to hit though? How does he keep getting? That's my question. Is that like, come on now? Yeah, yeah. And that's, I think I think he's I think he covers so much of the zone. He's hard to pitch around. Well, put him on. Yeah, you just <laughs> you just throw balls. Yeah, you yeah. Just throw balls. That's it. Yeah, I'll throw up the fours at a certain point. Yeah, I think. Uh, going back to game path, with that, which I truly believe in, if Kike if Kike catches that ball, is this game zero zero into the fifth? Because that changes a lot of pressure pitches. Um, and yeah, that Schwarber play, it, it I think I almost don't want to do the whole thing on it because I think we you just go in circles. Like, uh, yeah. you know, the the infield's in, and you're in to get the out at home. It's a hot shot. Correa's right next to him, behind him. He knows he didn't catch it on the fly, so. The, the right. only thing you say is, does he not try to tag Correa, step on first and throw home? Do you just field it and throw home? Because then you're at risk of maybe getting no outs, and that's... Uh, Bigger it, inning. It, it, just gets, it just gets really tricky. So I, I know, you know, Schwarbo's, Schwarbo's not exactly prime Rizzo at first, but that play you can't complain about. There was that uh, double play ball um, that Devers made the really nice catch on just to get the out, but... Um, yeah, you you wonder does that keep it a zero zero game through five? Does that keep it a zero zero game into like late later innings on that second Jordan run? Um, but there is something beautiful because as we're saying, it's the Houston Astros and Correa, Altuve. Um, you know, you know these guys, but the guys who did it in this game are the guys we know because we live and breathe baseball. But Jordan Alvarez and Kyle Tucker, this is almost the next wave. These are the next dudes. These guys are young. These yeah. guys are absolute studs. Kyle Tucker racks up war uh, defensively and offensively. I mean, Jordan Alvarez, uh, like, to give someone almost the next Big Poppy crown, like, that's that's sinful after watching Big Poppy and what he did to my Yankees for a decade and a half. But you see Jordan, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> yep. Okay, so I'm a baseball fan and I watch baseball every day. I had no idea of the season Kyle Tucker had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my heavens. Yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah, he didn't just come out of nowhere then. he was, I mean, he did really after last year, but he's had such a such an amazing year this year. Holy cow. And he's, uh, he's 24, but we kind of know the name because he's been around this Astros team since he was 21. So, I mean, this was the first... I mean, last year he got full run too, but last year was a weird year for a lot of people. But yeah, I mean, you won't find a lot of outfielders that played 140 games with a 917 OPS. Like Kyle Tucker's a a dude. Yeah, Peter, and you'll never forget him again if you just remember that he looks like Abraham Lincoln if Abraham Lincoln was to play baseball. <laughs> what do you got on that swing though? What do you got on that swing? You think that swing swing's gonna be okay? You know, when I first saw him come up, I thought there was it was almost like it almost looks like he was long because he's like so sweeping. upright. He's so upright. He's so 
I think he's how tall is he? He looks so tall. He's six four. Okay. Yeah. So he, I thought it'd be long because a lot of tall guys do have that problem where things they just don't work compactly. But his path is really good. Um, He can get on base. I mean, this year he's at three sixty. Lefty. I mean, he's only twenty four years old too. The guy. The guy's a stud. Yeah, he is absolutely stud. And Jordan, you can't. You just can't talk enough about Jordan. I mean, I've I've been on the train for a while. I'm I'm saying he's like a top. We're just going straight hitting. I think he's a top five guy in the league. Mm. In the league, like his at bats. When I watch hitters, I watch how they take pitches, and I watch how often do they get fooled and make foolish swings. He doesn't like ever. And, and we're that's talking usually of- not with power. That, that usually comes without power. So he does that with power. He's. He's he's the real deal, and he's facing some pretty like I, I saw the at bat against Sale, and I was like, oof, mm. okay, this uh, <laughs> like Sale can make lefties look like they've never played baseball before, and yet he stood in there like he was facing oh me. Oh my gosh, mm. yeah, he he he's he's legit, man. He mm. he doesn't. I didn't a I did a a sequence episode about a bat that he had against Cole earlier on in the season. Cole diced him up first at bat, made him look stupid. Second at bat. Comes around, Jordan takes him like third deck in Yankee Stadium, makes the adjustment and won at bat. Mm. And that's another thing you look for. I mean, you know that as a as a pitcher, uh, yeah. Pete. Like if you see a guy make an adjustment that quick, you're like, okay, okay. Mm. So the crazy part is I didn't start started really looking for those adjustments because I was, I, dude, I was as literally a sinker slider guy. So whether you made adjustments or not, I couldn't trick you any more than what I was already trying to trick you. <laughs> so now that I'm actually talking about baseball and watching other people, I'm like, okay, now I see what they're talking about. And I've noticed that mainly with young thick this year, mm. going from at bat to at bat, instead of letting something drag for weeks, he fixes it in a couple of days now. So it's been huge. Mm. yeah i think that's some of the hitting technology coming into play like if you get out of sorts mechanically they can they can strap you up to these biomechanical um like reading things yeah Mm. (laughs) Mm. sorry uh where'd you go where'd you go it's a a stanford man Sorry, um, sorry, instruments. Um, I don't know what the fuck they're called but they work because they can you can say look my body was here and now my body is doing this. So, like, if you're dropping the hands back here and you're losing your barrel, that could tell you in an instant. Whereas before, it's like you had to find it on video, yeah. and then you had to like pinpoint it on the video, and then to go try it in the cage. They can do that much quicker now. I don't know if he's doing that. I'm just saying that's available to players. I feel much better now too because until this very moment, I thought that the advantage was so far for the pitchers as far as that. And it still is. It is. But the (laughs) fact that you guys are at least able to see something and... Mm. Mm. Nope. We might have lost Uncle Pete briefly. He'll be back. We're we're wrestling the technology. It's good freeze frame on his face right now. I love wrestling. Back. He Peter's was, back. He's back. He, you were running so hot too. It's it was like the pinnacle of the speech, and then that's that's just internet. how it is, man. Tech- I get my internet from Australia, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, um, that's what uh, that's a lie. They don't have internet in yeah, Australia. We all good, know that. Good counter, Trev. We all know that. Is uh, I don't know. And any final things on this game? I mean, uh, baseball can sometimes be a simple sport. I mean, Boston did not hit, which again is a credit to. 
Houston's pitching at the same time. Um, we're happy for Dusty. Houston has always been a John Boy Media company. And anything else? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want people to go check out Ryan Presley's interview on the field after the game. Talks about his dad passing, and I don't know who was interviewing him, but I, I can't believe people do this. It made for a good answer and like it was a really heartwarming, but they asked him, like, you know, what do you think your father's here with you or whatever? And man, he broke down and you could just see like the passion and the emotion uh, for a guy who like, you know, Presley's he's out there doing it at the elite, elite level. Like this guy's going into the world series, going to be doing it R rarely shows that type of emotion until after he's done with his outing and stuff. But it was, it was, it was a cool it was a cool interview and very touching. Maybe I just like him because I played with him, but I think it's interesting. Mm. Human element makes him human, makes us human, man. It's we are still just actually, you know, it's funny. I was out getting that new jacket this morning and yes. a lady comes up to me and she was just staring at me and she was like, you're the first person I've seen that I've seen on TV and you're actually just a regular person. I was actually at Nordstrom rack mm. guys. And she's like, you're a normal oh. person. So we are humans. I love it. I let her touch me too. Not in that yeah. way, but you know, just, Rub the rub the tats a little bit. I uh, right. wait, 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 whoa! She she wanted Felt to rub the your ink. tattoos. I just yeah, most people are, are fascinated by the ink, especially if the she wasn't she was a little older, so it wasn't like it was yeah. Um, okay, okay. That general it's the Bible Belt, Trev. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, tall. Shout out Norsham's rack. Strutting around the Bible Belt like this, and they're just like, Oof. <laughs> tall Aussie. With sleeve tats at Nordstrom Rack, yeah, I think there's rules you can you can be touched there. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I had a well, I'll do a quick flex on the people. Well, one nerdy baseball flex. I'll get this out of the way. I didn't know Kyle Tucker is the brother of Preston Tucker, outfielder. Played that, with him. Yeah, that's a. I wonder if I realized that before, but okay, that's a that's a baseball deep cut a little bit. Um, there is a group of seventeen year old. I'd say high school kids on the street the other day, um, and they were all, I don't know if they were wearing baseball stuff or kickball stuff, but I was like, okay, this is the demo. Like, let's see. They're walking past me. We're at a street corner, and this kid, I mean, two feet away from me, he's just staring at me, like staring, staring at me. And it's like, okay, I've seen that look a couple times. Like, he's, he knows, is he piecing it together? Is he not? Is he a Yankee fan? Is he a nervous kid? Is he going to say something? What's going on? And, uh... I'm with my dog, headphones in. So he's just staring. So I like I go one headphone out and I'm like, what are what are we about to do? And he just goes, Storielli. So he had the last name. So he knew he kinda knew what was going on, but I was just like, Yeah, man. He's like, All right. And then he started walking away and then he came back for the pick. Whatever, just flexing on him a little bit. Uh he did not touch me. Um Has how does that feel, though? How does that feel? That's happening more and more for I mean, you, I'd just imagine. Just hammer. Just full, <laughs> just full torqued walking the dog around the park. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking. Metaphorically. And then he ran into this kid. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's Red Sox. Straight home to Jess. Uh, congrats. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. Um, hey, let's go. Uh, Red Sox, I know you don't want to hear any of this, especially from us, but kind of a hell of a run. Um, wild card to fucking Strohs on the ropes. We'll have all offseason to talk about you guys. Houston, we're going to have another week or so to talk about you. Let's uh, let's take it. Wait, Trev, final line. 
final line on the Red Sox. We told you Heim Bloom mm. is a guy. We thought you needed to give him some time. He trades Mookie Betts. You yell at him. But I think you like Verdugo. I think you like what Hines has been doing. The people he brought in have really helped the organization. Yankees need a Heim Bloom. Yeah. The Yankees need a Heim Bloom. So feel good about yourselves, Red Sox Nation. Or whatever. I'll take I'll take two Heim Blooms. Um before we get into tonight's Dodgers Braves game, Peter Moylan on the post game show in his new jacket where the lady touched him at Nordstrom's. Yeah. Uh we'll talk about that and it's brought to you right. by Dugout Mugs. Dugout mugs. Mm. You guys know um they've been <laughs> yeah, BBD trying to cover you up, Pete. Uh he moves it around. We get flexible here. Uh, dugout okay. mugs, they're rolling out a crazy promotion. I, I love their phrasing on this. It's their better than Black Friday deal. It's 35% off. Dugout mugs is so popular around the holidays, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. They get jammed up, man. They're baseball bats you drink out of, knob shots. So they're getting ahead of it. They said, let's give the people a deal. Let's be real with them. They're giving you 35% off with the code John Boy. They've got every team. They've got a ton of players. Uh, they got some of our stuff sneaky on there. Uh, and it's a get if anyone in your life is a baseball fan, and they probably are. You're probably a baseball fan if you're listening to this right now. Go get yourself a dugout mugs. We've been using them on the live stream. It's kind of the ultimate flex uh, if you're a baseball fan. Like, oh, I'm going to watch this game. Uh, and, yeah, I'll, I'll just do it out of this baseball bat. That has now been crafted in a mug. Go to dugoutmugs.com. Use code JOHNBOY. 35% off. Get ahead of Black Friday and Cyber Monday. They're giving you a better than Black Friday deal. We love dugout mugs. And free knob shot. Next thousand orders. Whoops. Um, that's normally 25 bucks. We love dugout mugs. Go check them out. Um, all right. We got a big one in the A tonight. Is that the difference? Um, Peter, you are the guest of honor. I mean, the news cycle for this game already started going. It was supposed to be Scherzer. He taps out the night before. I'm really interested in that because we know Max Scherzer as the competitor of all competitors. So for him to not even sleep on it and give himself a chance to be in this game, I find that really interesting. Um, Looks like Walker Bueller's getting the spot start tonight for the Dodgers. Um, and, man, obviously in Atlanta, I know uh, Peter, we already talked about his experience at the Nordstrom Rack today. But it's like, it's the conversation in the streets. It's one of my favorite things about sports is when it really can take over a city. When I lived in Denver, if there was a Broncos game, that town turned orange and blue. It was kind of incredible. Um, you know, a couple Yankees Yankees moments. If they were, uh, you know, the city, it just becomes a conversation. Every doorman, every coffee shop, you hear other people talking about it on street corners. In Atlanta, the conversation was 3-1. It's now 3-2. It's back there. Peter, I see you struggling with technology. Can you hear us at all? Because you are literally our Braves guy. I hear you. <laughs> Trev, I'll, Peter Moylan has left 
All right. The show, Trevor, with all of that set up, I'll kick it to you then. I got to be honest with you because you were directing the question to Peter. Oh, my God. Do you want to know what I was doing? What were you doing? Be honest. I just I just bought some Shiba coin. Oh, my God. Bitcoin company. crypto guy. Peter, tell me you're back. I see you. Ask me the question, bro. I know everything about everything. Okay. Looks like... Looks like Peter's having some tech issues. Trev, uh, Atlanta Braves versus Dodgers. I guess who wins? Like I, I, I just, I just did my Bob Costas. It was so beautiful, and now um, here we are, just humping doorknobs again. So we are humping doorknobs. I don't know what that means. I think this is. It's gonna gonna all be about Walker Bueller. We we've seen this postseason, Jakey. Yeah. That. Short rest has not been a pitcher's friend. Whether you're going using your bullpen day out of the pen, whether you're just making a start on a couple of days, uh, a day early rest. This one's two days early, right? It's a three day rest yeah. start for Bueller. It just hasn't been kind to guys, and whether that's because they're just it's a bigger workload after 2020. Everyone has been saying that. I never understood it, and maybe this is what they're talking about. Uh, guys just haven't been as sharp going on short rest, so. I think it's all up to him. If he struggles early, I think the Braves go out and just take the damn thing. If he can go give him five good innings, keep keep him in the ball game, then you know it's it's we'll see, man. But I think everything rests on him. I like that. I mean, yeah, it's it's going to be a big moment for Walker Bueller because uh, Peter was saying it before, and I'm going to call him now because we're just easier than wrestling with tech the rest of the way. Um, mm. Yeah, man. I mean, the story. Leave your oh my God, Peter Moylan. I'll tell him to call me. Um, you know, man. I I was kind of asking you guys beforehand, like, you know, how much do athletes feel this? And you know, it's a lot. The press. Um, oh, that's right. Peter. Peter needs to use internet. But like, I'm not on the internet. Oh God, what a what a technology disaster. Um. <laughs> Don't use my robot picture on Peter. He's using your robot picture. Get over it. FaceTime audio, Peter Moylan. Say that again. There is a lot going on right now. Here we go. We're back. Uh, the the people have you. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I uh, I felt like I was Bob Costas teeing you up, like Olympic Games gold medal. Um, it sounded. It looked like it. It I, really looked like it. I was in the zone, and then someone in the chat said, "It looks like the inside of Jake's whole apartment is sticky." So we're covering the spectrum still. Um, Peter, mm. I'll, I'll let you run. I don't think you're going to be able to hear Trev, and that's you know lucky for you. Um, I'm going to keep trying to fight to come in. Do you want me to? Because I really want to join this conversation. Go, uh, let it rip right now. I've got you in the microphone. I mean, I, I was teeing up how it's kind of the talk of Atlanta right now and yeah. everything that's going on. Uh, it, give, give us everything you got for tonight. Look, um, the narrative has to be tonight. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of around Atlanta, obviously, um, with a three run lead and then blowing that. But I don't think it was the, it was, Team they were facing last year. Still, baseball team they're facing this year. I feel they're wounded. I feel like the Braves had this lined up. They've had their pitching lined up. Their offense needs 
up. I just think they need to, like they have done all year. It was a loss the other night, but it wasn't like they blew the It was just a, a, a non-max free performance to a non-max free game. And we still Anderson going tonight with a full rest of bullpen and Charlie Morton as a, as a insurance plan. So it's not for the Bravos. Okay. Okay. Um, Trev, thoughts? Love you, Pete. He says he loves you, briefly. Um, yeah, man. What what should we expect out of uh, Ion tonight, Peter? Do you think it's going to be, uh, I mean, shades of Luis Garcia, young pitcher, bouncing back, turning it on, a lot of, lot of change-ups? I don't think see the four-mile-hour up. I see him throwing around 98, but I think that might be a little bit too much to ask for. I think he'll have a shortish. Um, it pulled the trigger pretty quickly on him last time because the stuff wasn't there. I think he'll have the same sort of idea now, but it swings and misses. Um, I think they'll ride him as, as far as they need to, probably get him through five, and then go Winter, Jackson, Matt Six, Smith for the dagger. Mm. Mm. Ride mm. that pen all the way to the dance, huh? They're rested. Two days off now. The, the beauty of losing, you didn't have to release the squad the other night. So we have multiple guys with multiple days off that are ready to go multiple innings tonight if they need to and or go multiple days in a row. Okay. Yeah, I do, I do like that angle. I mean, they have been riding the bullpen. They've been good, and now they do get the double day off. And I think that also ties into the narrative that we're talking about, like, and and Peter, you're you know you're a Braves guy. There's there's no shame in that. But man, if this goes seven, like that's a long twenty four hours. Like that's a long day. That's a lot of nerves. That's you just can't put yourself in that spot. And then you can almost put bullpen usage back back on top of that. I agree. I agree. If we think that if we lose today, that we can get it done tomorrow. As I said, we have more and more than the factor. That's yeah. That's what people keep. And I know he, look, he, he is gets to a level that's locked in. It's trouble for anyone. Um, but they don't have, they just don't have arms left. I know they better price, but I just feel like they're running on fumes. And if, it, if it's going to be a year, the Braves can do it. It's this year. I like that. Um, Peter, I'm, I'm going to end this. If you want to try to rejoin and wrestle it for a minute, um, we can try that. I know. Sorry, our technology is kind of kind of sucking butt. It's probably me. I'll be honest. This is what happens to me. I'm gonna count what's up now, real quick. All right. Love you. See see you in a minute. Hopefully. You will. Okay, buddy. Mike. See you, mate. Um. All right, Trev. We got got rid of the riffraff there. Um. Jeez, Peter. Let's uh. Should we? Let's call your internet company. Yeah. Let's upgrade a little bit. Need it. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh. We can reach out to the same. Cause we, it was the the company that dug out the moat for John Boy also does Wi-Fi, so maybe we can get mm. Peter's moat and Wi-Fi game up. Um, Trev, uh, I think for the Braves, uh, it's it's kind of clear we know the pressure is somewhat on them, but they're back home. That's nice. The rest of bullpen, Freeman, Albies, we know the gang. Um, the Dodgers, Walker Bueller, short short leash. Um, I mean, what what is their what's their game plan? I mean, is it is it Walker, Gratterall, Knebel, Knebel trying and chance? All their guys. It's all hands on deck. It's elimination game. It is. I mean, they're going to try to. They they want Walker to give him some length. Yeah. You know, but if he struggles early, I I believe it'll be an absolute 
quick hook. It has to be. Yeah. It's an elimination game. Everyone's ready. I think for both teams, everyone is ready to pitch, no matter who you are. I mean, it's. I don't understand the Scherzer thing. Like, if he's going to start tomorrow, I'd assume he'd be available for today, like later in the game. But if he was available in the bullpen, why wouldn't he start the game? I don't know what's going on. We, I think there's some deception happening. Mm. I hope he's okay because obviously we love Max, but um, every, all hands on deck. It's going to be – I love elimination games like this because it almost becomes like a different game. Yeah. It, this isn't like this isn't going to be managed like a, a regular old baseball game. I mean, this is going to be – we might not have any bench players, you know, come the ninth inning. I feel like Dave's going to empty out the bench, take every advantage that he can find, um, especially if Walker gets into trouble early, which, man, like, you know I've been a Walker guy. Yeah. Big games, he steps up. So, like, I have that confidence in him. But the what the postseason has shown us with the short rest and guys not being as sharp, I don't know. It scares me a little bit. Yeah, I guess – you know, Walker, he's young, um, which, you know, you could spin that plus or minus, to be honest. I do think elimination game can help him uh, because, like, there's nothing to lose. Like, if you're Walker Bueller, you're not saving yourself for the 95th pitch. Like, you know you might only get 60 bullets today. So you might as well drop it. Um, So we'll see. I know, you know couple Vandy man so I'm biased there but uh, I could see I'm not going to bet against Walker Bueller in this game I just think let's say it does go playoff baseball and he's not super sharp because he's on a couple days rest now we're start you know we're getting away from Knable, Gratterall, Trinan and Jansen and you're going to have to get you know playoff elimination innings from Vessia, Bickford, Brule are we going to see David Price are we going to see Gonsolin you know, a lot of those guys are good ball players, but we're, you know, it's the playoffs and elimination game and all that. So, um, really interested. I'd love to see David Price come into this game. I mean, just for a good storyline. I mean, the uh, uh, the the old man. Peter Moylan's got a smile on his face like his technology might be working. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, we got Let's you. We go. got you. Welcome back. And just like that, if, we're back. If you're the If you're the Braves... It's just paramount you just put runners on. I know that sounds stupid. Like, obviously, you want to put runners on base. But put runners on. Force these relievers to come in today without a clean inning. Like, make them throw with runners on base. You don't want to see these guys with clean innings. You don't want to see Trinan come in with clean innings. You don't want to see Gratterall. Gratterall, you want to have base runners on against the guy. So, like, make Dave Roberts bring them in in higher leverage situations. I think is going to be key, and obviously besides getting to Bueller, which if you listen to Coney this morning, mm. he filled in for me on baseball today. He was talking about that. You know, you, Jake, you're saying he's only he doesn't have to go six or seven, so he can he can let the bullets fly early. On Coney was saying like you just don't have that on short rest. You reach back and you want to throw that that pitch with conviction, mm. and the conviction isn't there. That late life isn't there. You know, you're you're your um nah. your accuracy isn't there so i'm just so torn be- i'm just so torn on the whole walker thing i hope he comes out and shoves it but i'm i'm a little bit scared that the short rest is going to take its toll on him mm. peter for your braves what's um 
What's going on with the offense? I know Eddie Rosario has been awesome, as good as it gets, literally. Freddie has found it after his slow start to this series. Do you think it's more important that some of the other guys get it going, like Dansby, Darno, Young Thick's kind of having a tough series? Just like, Young Thick's had a tough series, and that's been the big difference for me, especially in that four hole, is that he's been contributing throughout the most most of the year, and that's what we've been missing. Legitimately, that's what we've been missing, but. Mm. I think we can cover it because we're so deep. Um, I think, I just honestly think Freddie, Freddie has stepped into his element. Um, he's had a couple of big moments. He had his big moment at DS, scuffled, obviously, like we've never mm-hmm. seen, and then came back in LA. I hope he's the Freddie that he was in LA coming back. Um, he needs to have a big moment again. If we're going to do this, we need Freeman to be locked in because it's not going to be the, the narrative of, oh, we got through it without Freddie. That's, uh, that's not going to happen for game six and seven. Yeah. Hey, Pete, what are they going to do about like base stealing? That's like, are the brave. Are we going to see some pitch outs today? Well, like I haven't seen one. It's, so I was just going to talk about the difference between training and Gratterall with runner on first base compared to when there's not, especially in the leverage situation where there may be a runner going right. There's stuff just goes downhill. You can see it. Mm-hmm. They're trying to be quicker. Training can't be the one seven that he is to the plate. Normally he's got to be quicker. So the stuff suffers, right? We have not done a job at all holding runners. I mean, it's almost like mm-hmm. that part of the game has just been forgotten. And it's we're giving them free bases. And runners in scoring position, a runner on first compared to a runner on second, is night and day. When your mentality, yes. you, you don't know how hard it is to be having to look away from your target and then go back to that target and pitch. That's the hardest thing coming back from rehab is that adjustment from having to throw bullpens looking one way so the first time you have a, a simulated game and you're having hitters, that's that adjustment changes everything. And then the intensity is there. And it's it's just you're one pitch away, one bad pitch, and that guy scores. One bad pitch, that guy scores. It's like, yeah, it's we've got to do a better job. Mm. Do, you, do you think we're – I mean, like, I'm I'm calling for it. I'm hoping it happens. Like, we got to give Darno a chance. And that's like, the other give, thing. give him a pitch out. Give him a quick step, like – Right. Slide step. Give me some. Give me. Give me a one-one of the plate, so he's, he can even at least make a good throw and get someone out. But yeah, I've been a little frustrated with that throughout the first five games. It's just it's, I think they're eighteen they're for 18, eleven right? for eleven. 11 for 18. Okay. Eleven for eleven. Eleven for eleven. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And what was the total? Because it's not just us. It's, it feels like there's been one run yeah. thrown out, and it was Rosario. Yeah. No. I mean the the Braves are well. Then last night. Last night, uh, Maldonado hosed. Oh, uh, good. We didn't give that enough. Was, we didn't even yeah. t- we didn't even talk. We about didn't give that. that any love. Which is I was out of my chair. I was out of my fucking chair when that happened because that pitch, like Graveman, comes back from three one, and I was thinking along with that at bat. We're just totally time hopping now. That's okay. Good. There is it's no it. time. It's a metaverse. Someone is controlling us. Don't worry about it. Graven makes that pitch. I was thinking along with the at bat. He went change up 3 1. I was like, dude, the guy's gonna throw another changeup right here. Gasses him up top of the zone. He had a he didn't hold the runner on either at all. Verdugo got a hell of a jump, but the pitch was up and Maldonado throws the fucking strike, bro. Hot. That's baseball. He hadn't thrown a change up before. In Hit me with baseball, there, right? BBD. You got the baseball there, babes. On it, on it, on it. Baseball. Thank you. Everyone's favorite. Yeah, I, uh, I'm like personally a little sad 
that we we saved the double play for now. But that's how you keep the people going through the show. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, that that's as good as baseball gets. A strike them out, throw them out. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes fans just want to see that athletes care, which I know sounds really dumb to you guys, but when you see genuine fist pumps like that, Little League fist pumps, Maldonado, you know, when Maldonado was doing his fist pump, he wasn't thinking about his rotator cuff. Like, he was he was thinking about giving the biggest fist pump he could possibly give. That was awesome. And that's why he's there. He's in the hit. Yeah. I don't think he's got a hit, right? So, I mean, that's the reason why he's on the team, is to make defensive plays, get the pitchers throwing strikes, and throw people out. And he's done exactly that. He's earned his spot. He's yeah. That's he's gonna play in the league forever because he can catch and throw and handle the pitching staff. He'll be like, yeah, forever. I uh, the stolen base thing is so funny. Um, you know we we pretend to hate the nerds, although we we love analytics and what they've done for the games. But there's some parts that will have to come back. But it's so funny the chain of events that ends up being so obvious. Especially we're seeing it in this series right now. Um, you know, st- stolen bases get less of a priority, so less players care about it, um, which makes you have catchers that are, you know, you that you prioritize hitting over throwing or framing fr- or framing whatever it is. Pitchers, they say that stolen bases don't matter, so the pitchers care less. So when you put all of that in the bucket, if you can swipe a bag, it's yours. <laughs> um, it's 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 so <laughs> fucking great, dude. This is what happens. Everyone gets this information somebody gets it first okay they start applying these things hey you know we don't really care about stolen bases because we're trying to get swings and misses uh before this it was sinker ball out dude everyone can handle pitches at the bottom of the zone let's get swings and misses at the top of the zone let's go vertical instead of side to side well now guess what's back in fashion because everybody's going top to bottom the sinker's back in fashion now. Stolen bases, we're gone because we want to drive the ball. We don't want to give up outs. You have to steal at a 77% clip for it to be worth it. So no one cares about it. We start doing pitch framing, getting down on one leg. We don't care about holding runners on. Now the stolen base is back in fashion because the smart teams are exploiting the fact that everyone has gone the complete opposite way. You got to zag when people are zigging. And that's that's the funniest thing about all this information is it's just going to go cyclical. It's going to go cyclical because it's just going to be the teams out in front. Those are the ones that benefit. The teams that lag behind are going to always lag. They're just, it's like it's like crypto, bro. Oh boy. How about that? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. How about that connection right now? God. You got to get there first with the information. Crypto pod. Um, Peter? Isn't that crazy though? Yeah. Stinkers are back in fashion. It's tough, tough to follow. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, no, and I think Trev, that was obviously beautiful, especially the crypto ending. But uh, and you know, shout <laughs> shout out to Jamalama Ding Dong. Baseball has always corrected itself, and that's exactly what we just talked about. Like that whole pitcher stolen base process, like that is baseball correcting itself. And I think when when he points to shifts, he says baseball's already proven it's not going to correct. Like guys, hitters have shown. They're not going to correct that one, and that's where we might have to govern shifting a little. There's I mean, this been, there's been a change. I feel like in the playoffs, guys have been okay. trying, especially especially like Trey Turner got a couple of knocks the other day, beating the shift. We, yeah, it's it's been. Didn't it Ozzy? Did did Albies? He was yeah. just poking. Freddie's first two knocks were just yeah. bang bang against the shift. So, 
That got him hot. And isn't that funny? Dude, it's like Hey. Hey. If you've ever played a baseball game. Okay. You've been on defense. Put runners on base and see what the freak happens, dude. <laughs> it's easy to play defense with nobody on base. You start putting He's guys pitch, on the dude. bags, you have a, a ton of res- different responsibilities. Now, all of a sudden, maybe your range suffers because of that. It's just different ball. So, you know, watch next year the good teams, the Astros, the Dodgers, the Rays. They'll probably be bunting against the shift a bunch just because they want to clog the bases. Clogging the bases, mark my words, clogging the bases is going to come back into fashion. I know we still like OBP here, but I'm talking about beating the shift to clog the bases will come back to fa- in fashion next year. I'm calling it. Predicted live today. Um, anything else on your Braves pizza? No, I, I'm, I've said it for a month. This has felt different and I still stick with that mm. until tomorrow. If we have to play <laughs> until, <laughs> until there has to be another one. Um, yeah. Hey, I know it tra- time traveling metaverse Trevor's Bitcoin podcast. Um, what was up with Jordan's triple? Why was Renfro missing? What was that? I think they had him shifted because the way the Astros Park mm. plays is that like left center all the way to like center right center is big and then it really juts in there in right field so maybe they're just like saying screw it if he hits a ball there it's just a double but he pulled it on the line and it was a triple yeah i don't know like that was like that's going to be a bizarre one to look back at in a few years i think that we're like wait he also his spray charts probably the other way i mean i don't know i think we brought up i think we brought up the spray chart i think they just took a bet that like if jordan alvarez hits a ball down the line hunter renfro's got a good arm that we can push him as far as we want and jordan won't go for three and then by the way that led to the whole schwarber play because jordan's on third instead of second Mm -hmm. so like man Baseball, all these little moving parts come, come to Did put together. Did I say that they're starting to, to core, call some of the Cora moves out? What's that? Some confusion with yeah. some of the moves that Cora made? Well, Cora's not a good manager anymore because he <laughs> lost. Okay, so it's instant. So once yes. you win, you're the best, okay. and all the decisions yes. work, and it's great, but <laughs> now he's not because they lost. Fair enough. That's just how the world works. That's true. Glad someone. That's understands. what us in the media called journalism. We know this. <laughs> Just cutthroat. Journalism, Bitcoin, and all of it. Uh, boys, of it. I, I think we got to start wrapping it up. Uh, Peter, thank you yeah. for hopping in today. King BBD producing his butt off. Go check out Peter Moylan, Farm to Fame. Braves post game tonight. Trevor Plouffe and his crypto podcast coming soon. Jake sucks. Got to get myself. Let's just go Shiba coin. Me and Nestor. On. Go, Jacob. Diversify, BBD. Let's go. My gold and silver. Get one, Jock. And strip clubs. <laughs>